Hello and welcome. I'm Paul Freeman. Over my years of living on the Costa Blanca, I've visited many interesting places, mainly in Spain, but also other countries as well. And after several of these trips, I recorded a brief report, and I thought I would share one of them with you now. Hello, I'm Paul Freeman. Sunday morning we left Altea at 8 o'clock and cruised up the AP7 autopista at a steady 110 kilometers an hour, I hasten to add, to the city of Valencia. We took the old route to the airport, which means you head straight for the city center, but on reaching the big dry riverbed, we headed up the side of it on the V31 to Manises Airport. After parking and walking about half a kilometre with our luggage, we arrived in the terminal just as they called our flight and within a few minutes we were on the Ryanair flight up to Galicia and uh, the town of Santiago de Compostela. The flight was on time, it took about 1 hour 15 minutes and from the airport we caught the regular shuttle bus into the city and the first thing we noticed was the countryside around looked a lot like England very green bit hilly and a nice selection of trees a bit different from the coast down on the Mediterranean took about 25 minutes and the cost was just three euros but be warned uh, the bus does stop at the bus station pulls right into a bay and you think oh this might be the end of the line but it's not the unwary could easily get off there but it does go on about another three or four kilometers right into the city and um, we didn't know when we booked it on the internet but our hotel was about a hundred meters from the bus drop-off and pick-up point so that was handy and also the hotel was about 400 meters from the old city center After unpacking and refueling, we set off into the old town, which is truly delightful. It's a maze of traffic-free roads and alleys, mostly colonnaded on both sides, all built out of the mellow golden grey local stone with big pavings or cobbles of the same uh, material on the floor, of course. These lanes lead from one lovely square, or praza, as they call it in Galician language, to another and you're surrounded by a host of wonderful old buildings. Let me just tell you what the Witch Guide to Spain says about Santiago de Compostela. It says, home of the remains of St. James the Apostle and focus of one of the most important medieval pilgrimages. Santiago de Compostela today attracts as many tourists as pilgrims. It is one of the most beautiful and distinctive cities in Spain with streets paved and churches and palaces built of a golden grey mineral flecked granite. Apart from the cathedral, a museum and a couple of churches, most of what you will want to see is outdoors. You could easily spend hours taking in the exuberance of the cathedral's various facades and at least half a day sitting in cafes or wandering narrow, partially arcaded, pedestrianized streets and browsing in the market and the quirky shops. But more of all that later. Uh, we were surprised that even on a Sunday afternoon, the place was packed and around every corner there were street entertainers of all sorts, dancers, jugglers, musicians, mime artists and even contortionists. It's a great place to sit and have a drink 
and pick the entertainment of your choice. This is where the position of our hotel was such a boon. After a couple of hours, we went back there to relax and freshen up before heading back once again into the heart of the old centre in the evening to find a restaurant for dinner. We were sport for choice. There are many, many restaurants there and we picked one where you could eat outside and enjoy the street musicians. After a very good night's sleep and a big breakfast, we walked to the train station, which was about 400 metres from the hotel, and we caught the 10.20 train to Pontevedra. Just a, a little comment about the station at Santiago. One side of the station, there are thousands and thousands of cut tree trunks, which shows you what one of the main products of the area is. It's a great one for forestry, and you see that as you travel, because uh, all over the hills around there is... Uh, lots of forests anyway we were on our way to Pontevedra and that stands on one of the rears or inlets of the Atlantic and it's on the estuary of the river Lerez it's a provincial capital and once you're through the new outer suburbs at the heart is a mazy historic town to explore which we did for several hours also, also enjoying just sitting outside one of the many cafes and watching the world go by we returned to Santiago late afternoon and it's worth mentioning the very modern clean trains we used. They, uh, they give you very good clear information on the screens over your head and audio of course in Spanish and in English so you don't miss your station and the round trip cost just 8 euros which uh, we thought was very reasonable. Once again in the evening we tried a different restaurant in Santiago Old Town called the Galeon Reina and we were served so much food we thought we'd got two dinners each. Still, we did manage to eat most of it. Finally, we come to Tuesday and uh, the day for fully exploring Santiago de Compostela. One thing I, we always do in a new city is get hold of a street map and guide and luckily the hotel gave us one when we checked in. They even marked on it places of interest. So after another big breakfast, we set off with our map in one hand and digital camera in the other. First we walked up through a tree-lined park called the Alameda and that led to the hermitage of Santa Susana and this was uh, in some lovely gardens and we walked through them to the Paseo de Ferradura and the Mirador de la Ferradura which gives a great view over the whole city which was dominated by the huge cathedral great place for taking photos from there we walked back down into the old town wandering about as tourists do until we came to the Praza do Obradoro which many guidebooks described as a majestic square which is one of the world's finest and the focal point for pilgrims or peregrinos as they call them um, they all um, head for this place when they arrive in the city the Praza is dominated by the cathedral's baroque facade and the square is made up with the Hostel de los Reyes Catolicos which was where the pilgrims used to stay and it was built in the 1500s it's now a parador the other two sides of the square are the Pazo de Raxoy which is the town hall and the College of San Geronimo from this square we entered the cathedral which has stood for nearly 1,000 years although it's been embellished over the centuries mainly on the outside 
The present building dates from the 11th century when it was started in 1075. At the heart of the cathedral is the shrine to St. James or St. Iago, uh, the reason for all the pilgrimages, which has made this town one of the top three targets for pilgrims in the world. Even in the Middle Ages it attracted between half a million and two million pilgrims every year. Those who have made the pilgrimage uh, the climax for them is a visit to the Shrine of St James which is in the crypt right under the high altar. It was now around lunchtime, so we popped back to our hotel walking down through Belvis Park for lunch. Then in the afternoon we visited the Pilgrimage Museum in the Praza de San Miguel which uh, tells you the history of pilgrimages in general as well as the, the story of the pilgrimages to Santiago. We then moved on to the convent and church of Santo Domingo de Bonneval which is now the museum of the Galician people. And if museums are your thing, both of these are worth a visit. The Pilgrims Museum is free and the Galician Museum costs I think it's one euro. By now we both fancied a rest so back to the hotel for a glass of wine and a soak in the bath. And that evening we dined in what used to be the old casino. It was a lovely room about 60 feet long, panelled walls, mirrors, chandeliers, and uh, had a great meal there. Lots of big comfy armchairs to relax in. And it was rather strange, while we were dining at the far end of the salon, there was a book launch going on along with uh, speeches, TV coverage. The book was on Galician cooking, and if you saw it on TV, that was us in the background eating our dinner. The next morning we caught the 9.30 airport bus and then flew back to Valencia. A little note of caution, we had parked in the airport's long stay car park and due to lack of information and the main cash office being closed and a couple of cash machines being out of order it took us nearly 30 minutes to get our car out of the car park which was a bit frustrating in about sort of 30 odd degrees. However, Santiago de Compostela highlighted what a great historic country we live in and we really recommend a visit to experience it for yourself. <laughs> 